Everyman Podcast. Special. The Everyman. Special Road Edition. Daryl Campbell, how you doing, my brother? Man, doing all right, man. I tell you what, these uh, these last few weeks have been something else, brother Jay. We have been a couple of busy boys, haven't we? Yeah, man. We've been. Um, I mean, if we were to put it in the lyric, we've probably been getting thrashed for the last couple of weeks. But it's only everyman style, you know, the type of thrashing that only makes you better, stronger. More robust on the back end. That's right, so. and it, and it only it only gets you stronger for your next opportunity. That is the everyman style, and uh, you may notice it, a man. slight a slight variation in the sound of the podcast today. That is because I am coming to you live, in person, from live the, from the luxurious accommodations of the Woodspring Suites in Providence, Rhode Island. I'm here on a, an everyman journey for work and uh, traveled about 600 miles in the last two days. Um, I was all the way at the furthest point of Cape Cod today, the beautiful Cape Cod, uh, which Cape Cod. which was cool because, you know, I've never been there. I've always heard how lovely it is. And uh, funny thing about it is it was kind of like this, like the, the setting of every Stephen King movie you've ever you know, <laughs> seen where it's like... <laughs> Kind of like, <laughs> kind of like rural, and <laughs> rural, R- rural horror. Ro- it had a rural horror feel to it, um, but it was a beautiful day, and uh, I was all over, all over the Cape, uh, up and down, and uh, you know, anybody I encountered was all lovely, and you get the the famous Boston accents up here, which is always a treat. Oh so my shout gosh. out, Sick. shout out to our listeners uh, from the Boston area. I am among shout you. Shout out, baby. Shout out. I am among you this week. So, yeah, it's been nice to stroll around. And, uh, you know, I said I drove past Gillette Stadium today at one point. Um, nice. Shout out to Mr. Big Chest, his new home. And, uh, you know, it leads me to uh, to our to our first little set of uh, ideas here is that, <laughs> you know, Daryl, as I'm traveling around New England the last two days. Yeah. Multiple times I have overheard conversations uh, about. Mr. Big Chest, uh, also known AB. as Antonio Brown, AB, yep. and while we while we've discussed um, his his tactics uh, offline, we'll keep that offline. But yeah, as far as a football player within the lines, it is abundantly clear that uh, AB is still AB. Yeah, and it's only gonna be, it's only probably gonna get better with New England, and you know, now they're talking Jalen Ramsey's on the trade block. And, wow. and I'm sure, you know, New England has a couple of first round picks stashed away that they're just dying to get. I mean, they're trying to build like the, the super team of all super teams here. So, um, dude, I feel like they probably got like, you know, cryogenically frozen player soldiers on the, under the ground somewhere. They're probably they're, they're probably in cahoots with Area 51. There's some extraterrestrial life forms going on. They're going to bring Gronk back with cyber, cybernetic powers. You know what I mean? You know, Bill, Bill Belichick uh, spares no expense. So being up here amongst the, the, the rabid New Englanders, it's nice to see, um, you know, their excitement for AB. And it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like uh, you have a car and – you give it to your younger brother, you know, it's like, yeah, I had a good time, but here you go, buddy. Now it's your turn to ride. And right. uh, that's kind of how I feel as a Steelers fan. It's like, well, you know, you gave me, you know, eight, nine good years of uh, entertainment and uh, passionate play. So 
it, it's uh, it's obviously it's bittersweet, <laughs> but it's kind of it's kind of like oh yeah, now that you guys go and have your have your run here, but uh, the the guys <laughs> having the run have had the historic run of all runs, so it's just oh yeah, go go ahead, put that put that uh that that clipboard down. It's time for you to play now. You yeah. should you should go in the in the game. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, go on, go on, go on with Daddy B over there. Yeah, so Big Daddy Belichick is uh, slinging it up here in New England. Um, it's uh, it's a lovely it's a lovely town. So that's uh, that's what I have to say about uh, Mr. A B. Yeah. So through through the first two weeks of the NFL, we've lost Big Ben, my boy, which is sad to see. And yeah. uh, I actually I missed like the first quarter of that game, and all of a sudden, uh, my my boys in the fantasy football group change the the league group text to mason rudolph so that could oh only mean God. that's how i was of made course. so yeah so <laughs> shout out to you uh degenerates for breaking the news to Dude, me i was i was actually doing the vod for that game so you know i'm sitting there you know putting in my plays and edit and i'm just I, I literally look down at my my keyboard for like i don't know all of 20 seconds and I, then i look back up and then rudolph's in and i'm like what the hell is going on here so yeah, just 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 a uh, a glance at my keyboard, and then you know the Steelers lose uh, quarterback for the rest of the season. Yep, so yeah, that went. it's disappointing. And uh, you know, obviously, Big Ben is he's had a ton of injuries in his career. Um, I think that's kind of something that people don't really think about when they talk about him uh, is how injured he was, especially in the first couple years of his career. Not even to mention that you know motorcycle crash. Oh, yeah. So, you know, him getting in the later ends of his career, you know, an, an injury like this to his throwing elbow, I, I hope that he is able to, you know, get a full – at least it happened early in the season. You know, right. that's one positive. Um, so he can get, like, a probably a full year of recovery before he's back in. Um, what's the uh, what's the prognosis on him? Is it they're uh, keeping it pretty tight. The Steelers are yeah. they, they always they always are conservative with what they let out about injuries. So all they said is that he has surgery, I believe, on Wednesday. Uh, right. As we were recording this on Tuesday. And um, he uh, is out for the year, so you know I I doubt we'll hear anything until the off season. That's usually how they run stuff. And I don't know if you got a chance to see Tomlin's press conference today, but he had those he had the eyes of a friggin' madman. Yeah, um, he looked he looked fired up, and yeah. um, he's uh, he says he's excited for it. But you know we'll see. So. <laughs> So Mason Rudolph well, got the reins, and it sucks. You know, they just traded Josh Dobbs, who I thought was yep, a good, uh, yep. a very good hand and somebody that could develop. And he came in, I remember last year, he came in for one play on a huge third down and converted. It was like a third and 26 and nailed it yeah. and went right back off the field, kept the team going. They scored on that drive. So, yeah, you know, he's in, he's in Jacksonville where he had an opportunity. But, you know, the NFL, you never know. I mean, you hear one week, you're gone the next, and it's, it's like the next man up. It's really uh, – it's really, you know, that's some everyman shit right there. That's the craziest thing is just, you know, even though like, and, and I know we talk about uh, Mike Tomlin and the fact that it's almost like on to the next, but that's just the business, right? But then also, he's he's a great coach, you know what I mean? So he's he's really excited about the next man up in, 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 in terms of making the Steelers a better organization and then, you know, playing the game, you know? Um, we, we lose We lose a big... Uh, you lose a big offensive. Um, you, well, I don't say you want to lose. You're losing a leader because he's still going to be there once he gets surgery, comes back. But um, the presence on the field is going to be there. Isn't going to be there. And um, I think the, the 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 changes that he's making on defense to kind of balance out the 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 lack of power on the other side. You know, depending on how long it takes Rudolph to get uh, 
up to speed. Um, he's, he's making some good, uh, some good decisions. So as he always does, as he always does. Always. And, and he looked good. I mean, he looked like he belonged out there on the field. I mean, the, the he, Oh yeah. He, yeah. He was ready to go. And, uh, you know, he's, he's set a lot of records in college and he, he looked, yeah. he looked ready to ball. So, I mean, they obviously thought highly of him. They invested a high draft pick in him last year and developed him. And, you know, like I said, promoted him up above Dobbs leading to his exit. So we shall see. Yeah, he's a big dude, man. Like, I, I mean, I, like I said, when I was VO doing that, that game and he's, he, he looked pretty sizable, obviously not as big as Big Ben, but I mean, as far as like, you know, pocket presence and delivering the ball you know, he's got to work on a little bit, you know, a little bit when it, when it comes to, uh, you know, release and whatnot, but uh, his functional mobility in the pocket, he can run a little bit, you know, um, and uh, he can make some good decisions when it comes to throwing the, the ball in uh, tight windows. So um, we'll see what happens, you know, see what happens for, for him the rest of the season. But I'm excited for you guys, but I know you are. I mean, still, as you, you you back your team no matter what, which oh, is yeah, what I love of course. Us, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter who's back there. So Right, and the Steelers are an organization. They're not the kind of uh, team to tank, you know, so they're going to still keep fighting. And obviously – you know, I was shocked. They they traded a, a first round draft pick for Minka Fitzpatrick from the Dolphins, who they had high, you know, really rated high, but they weren't able to move up yeah. last year to get him. And you know, I can't think of the last time the Steelers made a move in season like this with a right. first round pick, or even outside of it, because usually they like to hold on to their picks and try to trade up. Uh, I mean, which is how they got Devin Bush. Uh, which, if you think about it, the Steelers got the picks used to trade up to get Devin Bush by trading yeah. AB to the Raiders Man, who Devin then Bush never played, monster. who then never played a game for them. Yeah. So for all you Raiders fans out there, the score is Oakland got AB for one preseason game and Martavis Bryant <laughs> for two suspensions. The Steelers got two third round picks, a fifth round pick and Ryan Switzer via free agency. So I think the Steelers, uh, got the best out of that trade who'd have thought oh without question without question and then we're we're talking like like fitzpatrick you know what is rated like one of the top 10 uh quarterbacks last year uh when targeted more than 40 49 percent of the time i think what it was top i think sixth was his ranking but um you know awesome defender great in uh great great in open space decent on press um young um, making plays and get them off the fucking woeful ass Miami Dolphins, dude. That team, oh my! We should talk about that. How bad is that team? O M G. Acronym them in eighty-two point font, bold, courier new. Underline it a hundred times because should I print it on both football. sides? That's you should do it as many if 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 we can put it on an octagon on both sides I think in inside and outside so people can understand how bad it is in Miami right now I think they would get it but I mean what they're doing right now is not football I don't know what it is yeah I feel like I feel like there are a couple high school teams out here that can compete because at least they would try and the stuff that's going on on the field on Sundays when I watch Miami it's just oh it's a waste of the vision before my redness i'm telling you it's bad it's, it's really bad it's I, I i mean i hate to accuse and I, I won't accuse a team of you know so-called tanking but you know when you when you have a team that that kind of jettisons all of their top skill players oh yeah um you know weeks leading into the season they hire an inexperienced not inexperienced but a new head coach a young head coach mm-hmm. um yep. and then you know 
they just kind of set the table for for them to kind of lose. And you know, this is like the first time in NFL history where you have two games going on in one week where there's a twenty point plus spread between New England and uh, you know the the Cowboys having having Miami this week. And it's uh, I mean, what do they get outscored like a hundred to nothing, a hundred, yeah. hundred to three in the first two games or something like that? So bad, man. It was like fifty five. So it was like fifty five or sixty points week one and forty. 40 something last week it's yeah I, i'll tell you what the after it, vod's after after uh the vod for the um um the baltimore game i knew i firsthand I, I went back to work and i said to myself i was like this this is a team that is not competitive and that's bad for tv that's just bad for the league period it's bad for an nfl organization and you know um Dare I say it's just bad for Americans. So um, they they have to figure something out um, to just like I said, it's just it's one thing to not have any type of cohesiveness on offense or defense or special teams. I mean, we're flatlining here, but it's another thing to just not compete. You know, like just not have a dog in you to get out there and just make plays or make something happen. And you can visibly see it on the players' faces. You can see it in the numbers after the games on Sundays. And, I mean, the the the, the Patriots and the Baltimore Ravens treated the Dolphins like an extra preseason game. That's what it was like. It was like watching the ones go against the rest. And, ugh, it was pedantic. And, and it it almost seemed like they were just playing to try to not get themselves hurt towards the end oh, of the game. And, and you can't really. I mean, obviously, for. I've never played in the NFL, so you can correct me if I'm wrong here. But I don't think you can really play the game um, correctly if you're worried about all those outside things, because that's kind of like how you you can't hesitate. You just have to be in, instinctual and you know attack. And yeah. if, if you're out there yeah. trying to avoid things or you're thinking about. Yeah, it was- Thinking about your mixtape or whatever, like, <laughs> you know, like I feel like if they were thinking about their mixtape, they have a little bit more uh, giddy up in there uh, in, in 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 the backside, which obviously didn't happen. So, yeah, it's that's it's, crazy, man. Yeah, and I, you know, I had high hopes for Fitzpatrick. We talked about that over the summer, and you know, I hope he, I hope he, uh, you know, I'm still, I'm sure he's still going to try and do his best there, and you know, maybe uh, Rosen will get a shot at some point. But speaking of. Um, you know, quarterbacks getting their shot. You know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Following up on a following up on a story that guy. we've uh, been talking about here since the early goings of the Everyman Podcast is our boy Daniel Jones, uh, quarterback, New York mm-hmm. Giants, number eight, and uh, he has been uh, appointed starter. And yeah. Eli's been benched, and uh, I saw. Yeah. I definitely am not surprised by that. Obviously, um, you can go back even a couple weeks ago where we said somewhere around Halloween. Well. It's September's not even over yet, and mm-hmm. Daniel Jones is the starter in New York. So um, I think you're going to see a change of pace for that offense and yep. some energy. And although I think Eli's time as the calm, cool leader of New York has sadly come to an end, and it, it reminds me kind of how Kurt Warner was towards his the end of his tenure uh, in uh, St. Louis, the, the Rams, if you recall. Where yeah. he kind of everybody thought, oh man, well Kurt Warner's done. He went to the Giants, and uh, he I think he started the first three or four games, and then Eli came in, and mm-hmm. that rest is history, as they say. But Kurt Warner got written off again. Goes to Arizona, has you know yep. takes them to the Super Bowl. Um, 
this reminds me of that kind of situation where you have a guy who's clearly a championship quarterback, yep. clearly uh, a franchise leader, but for whatever reason, uh, just too much, too much has changed, or or too much time has has moved past that organization and whatever stuff they have going on behind the scenes there, and and clearly well, Eli needs to, a change of scenery. So I would I would just like to see them have released the guy and let him you know go to Denver. Like his well, brother or something the, crazy. The, the thing about it is, is you got to understand, and, and and I know you do, brother Jay, is that this isn't this isn't this isn't a um, you know Eli just isn't capable decision. This is a this is an upper management. This is a you know team going in a different direction. This is a continuity shifting the tectonic plates of you know Eli Manning are you know before we're we're looking for the after and Daniel Jones. This isn't a you know um, we we don't like Eli. This is this is this is just a, a pure business move. You know what I mean? A pure business move, and and I, and I agree with you wholeheartedly. Daniel Jones will you know it's the, the torch. I mean, honestly, it, it just should be passed. You know what I mean? And I, I I I believe that Eli still has something left, some something left in his tank. Um, I, I think if he could you know get nested with a you know a team that has you know a good system. You know something that that's manageable for a skill set at this age. You know what I mean, a little long in the tooth, um, and and he can he can be a uh, you know a serviceable uh, QB. I'm not gonna say a starter, but I'll say a serviceable serviceable QB. And you know what? What's wrong with doing that? Still having the opportunity to play and you know utilize those God given gifts as we always talk about is just being positive on this podcast because you know what, he can he can definitely do that, you know, still have, you know, a great career, whether he's holding a clipboard and inspiring the youths or he finds himself on a, a team that, uh, you know, thinks him serviceable and he can get a few more years on the back end. Nothing wrong with it. Whatever whatever way you can do it, the everyman uh, way, you do it. So, Amen yeah. to that. Well, I'll throw out a little scenario here, a little everyman scenario I think would be pretty sweet. Um, so maybe – you know, Drew Brees is injured. Maybe Eli finds his way getting traded to uh, New Orleans. He gets to fulfill his, uh, you know, his daddy's footsteps a little bit and uh, play for the hometown Saints. You know, help them for a couple <laughs> weeks. Maybe help them get to the Super Bowl. They, they got a contender. Um, and then, you know, if he realizes, hey, I'm probably not going to get a starting job this year. Maybe I go back up Drew Brees once he gets back and healthy. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Man, that'd be pretty sweet. But, uh, you know, Jacksonville needs a quarterback. You know, Pittsburgh yep. needs a quarterback. Now, wouldn't that be some shit? Eli Manning gets uh, traded to Pittsburgh. Man, let's <laughs> talk about quarterbacks a little bit with, 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 with the Jacksonville thing. We got to talk about this Minshew kid. Oh, I like him. And, yeah, I, I, I like him too. But we got to talk about something a little bit more granular. We got to get a little topical here. We got to talk about that doggone mustache. Oh, bro. it's clean. Oh, I mean. I told you. It, I told it, you a just, year ago. Just, mustaches uh, are they're back, dude. And uh, he looks great. I mean, like a handlebar. It's on there. Yeah. You know what I mean? He looks, um, he's bold and brave. I, I respect him. He is him. bold. I respect him. He is bold. That's, uh, Are you not a fan? You know, here's the thing. Um, let's. When's the last time you've seen a really good, just, you know, earth-shattering mustache, Brother Jay? In when's the league? the last time you've seen one? Just, just it, period, it, like I mean, in general. Shit. Just in, last, just in life. last summer, I had a, uh, a mean one. Um, you had a you oh had yeah. A mustache? I harvested that thing all year and then shaved uh, shaved my beard. Yeah, for, it was great. I'll have to send you a pic. It was. I looked like a wow. I looked like a proper state policeman. Um, that is amazing. Yeah. I, I, I so was, so what what was the what was the 
what was the 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 the, the turn to the mustache? It was was it just was it was it for just a gig? Gross I just, it, no, I just thought it would be funny to have a mustache yeah. for for a gig I was playing, and I did, and it was indeed funny. Worked, nice. yeah, nice. But uh, mustache yeah. is at a certain authority to any face. Um, I think so. I think it's I think it's a good thing, especially for a quarterback. But yeah, he I I mean Aaron Rodgers did it for his NFL picture, but he backed he out. Did. Uh, he did. In, in classic. But he looked like a porn star, though. That was. A little something else. You know? He always does silly things for his pictures. Um, yeah. He was he did that whole Canadian tuxedo thing a few seasons ago with yeah. uh, his backup quarterback. Um, I've never dabbled in a mustache. You, you, I think you look great. I think, wanna, you I think we both should. Kind of making me want to try. Like if I just shave my beard, mm-hmm. my my you know my face fro, and just go straight mustache. Dude, style. you'd look you'd look Can incredibly. Oh, dude, you'd look incredibly powerful and with full of authority. I, I wouldn't look like I need to be in the line of the village people at all. Not no, at all. No, no, you're, like too, a, like you're a, far too big for that. Okay. All yeah, right. I, th- I think you should give it a try. Well, Luke Cage has a mustache, doesn't he? Or no, he's a goatee. He's, he's a goatee. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, what about uh, what about Danny Glover in um, you know Lethal Weapon? Well, think you about know, that. you got Danny Glover in Lethal Weapon. You got Danny Glover uh, in The Color Purple. He was he wore he a mustache. A mustache. Yeah, he's a mustache. He's guy. Dope, but he can do a mustache. I think like he just has one of those mustache faces slash heads. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's it's, got a mustache head. <laughs> you know, it's one of those things where it just you know, it's good um, for a round face. Well, it, it, well, it, you got it. It has to it has to complement the composition. Yes, you know what I mean? Course. If it doesn't, fine then, art. You know, what, what are we doing? What, exactly. what, are, what are we doing if those triangular features aren't in line? Then, no. You know. You can't do anything with a with a mustache that's off center. That's just no. You can't. You you're, really you're, can't. You're treading on that's dangerous territory. That's a valid point. That is a valid point. And of course, Michael Jordan. Let's let. let since we're on the topic of uh, oh, mustaches, Michael yeah, Jordan is. Right. So this is here's talk about talk about something amazing here. When you're Michael Jordan, you can be the only human on the earth to have a Hitler mustache, and no one. Ha- no one has a problem with it. It's true. It's, it's off true. limits for literally every other human being. Well, he's the only one Michael that can Jordan. have it and it be ashy and still make a fashion statement. It looks if great. whatever your mustache, not by virtue of just, let's say something like gray hairs coming through, can be as white and ashy at certain times. Not all the time, but at certain times, it's not as moisturized as it needs to be. Whenever it kind of resembles the stark whiteness of mm. your nike air swoop mm. mm-hmm. on the jordan i think you're coordinating at a whole dermal level my friend yeah, at a he's, dermal level he's he's the goat i mean he can do whatever he wants so i, I respect i respect goats his have mustaches. mustaches that's goats true they do well and they have the goatee you know I, i'm sure that's where that came from yeah yeah so so quarterbacks we've gone through you know drew Brees is down ben's down yeah um What's Drew? So Drew Brees is the thumb, right? Yeah, and they're also being cagey. They're saying he's going to miss a few weeks, but I guess, you know, they got Taysom Hill and they really like him. He's like a he's yeah. an all around stud. Um, you know, Minshew is 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 lighting it up down there, trying to light it up right. down there in, in Jacksonville. You got uh, yeah, God, so. that sucks for Foles, man. Because I tell you what, I that know. hit that he took was just totally egregious, man. I, I agree. Like I like I would have been I would have been like supremely upset because that guy took him off his feet, man. That's bad. And and you know that that's probably going to have – I mean, they were really built that whole team around the idea of having Foles there this year. So. Yeah, he was their guy, man. I mean, he comes out and was first – what is it? First two first two uh, series, he's tossing touchdowns up, and next you know, broken clavicle. Sucks, yeah. man. 
sucks. Any play, that's what that's you know, like we were saying, you can't you can't uh, any time any risk play, it. man. Can't risk yep. it out there. It's uh, it's dangerous. It is. So we got Daniel Jones coming in hot. We're looking forward yep. to that. We Absolutely. got Mason Rudolph. the The future is now for the Pittsburgh. Steelers. I'm looking. I'm looking forward to that too, man. Like I said, I, he's a good kid. You know what I mean? He's a good kid out there. I think he can, he can do some things. And and here's the thing, I love the groom aspect of it. You know what I mean? I love that. You know, he's gonna have Big Ben right there. You know, helping him make the 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 best decisions. You know, given what it is that he has to work with, I think it'll be good. And you know, Mike Tomlin is always on board with those things. And and pointing and keeping that ship going in the right direction. So, man, you know, I'm, I'm really, I'm really excited about the Steelers, brother Jay. I'm excited about them. Man. Yeah, they might. You know, you know, I, I hate to admit it, but you know, I love Ben, and he's he's a great quarterback. But you know, the all the extra shit that was going on with them this year, and all the questions about Ben as a leader, and Ben as this, and Ben as that. It might do him, you know, a little good to to be able to take, a, you know, at least mentally, I'm sure, and physically, to be able to take a whole season off and get his body right overall. Yeah, man. Um, you know, and and then come back uh, full of vinegar next year. So hell yeah, we shall see. We shall see, and and hopefully, uh, you know, these these uh, New England these rabid New England fans up here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hope that they uh, they enjoy Mr. Big Chest. I hope he gives them a full uh, 14 games left that they have plus the playoffs. Uh, and, I hope uh, he gives us a full, full 14 games and no BS, man. Yeah, just, you know I mean? just, just ball. Just ball. Just, just ball, bro. Just ball. Although, you know, to to quote the great John Gruden, Daryl, Antonio Brown is just misunderstood. He's misunderstood. And we're going to leave he's, it at he, that. Well, he's, he's the misunderstood. most misunderstood man in the, he's ever seen, right? Yeah, and I think he's. <laughs> I think his exact quote was, probably ever. So, yeah. <laughs> you know. Probably ever. Probably ever. Oh, I love those two-person consent states. Oh. <laughs> yep. Yeah, they, it doesn't matter. They just uh, go ahead and launch those calls onto the internet. Yeah. There you go. That's uh, that's the trick. Well, I think we're seeing a little bit of uh, Mr. Big Chest showing up in um, Jacksonville right now because I think Jalen Ramsey saw. Oh, wait a minute. If I if I uh, threaten to fight the GM and then record my coach, right? I can get. Oh wait, I know. I'll threaten to fight my coach during a game. There you go. That'll certainly do it. We got to have that obligatory uh, team, heartfelt emotional team apology in the middle, so it drums up the drama. And oh the yeah, I forgot about that. There, have to the, have that. the emotional apology. Yeah. So so um, I predict that Jalen Ramsey gets traded twice uh, in the next four days and still somehow ends up on the Patriots. I'm sure that's uh, mm-hmm. that's that's what's next for us. Yeah. And uh, like I said, you know, uh, and, you, and you've mentioned this as well, uh, this is a dangerous precedent that's going on in the NFL. And people maybe dangerous for whose perspective, I guess. But um, this idea you know of these players were... just pulling shit and uh, forcing themselves out to avoid bad PR um, on the team's side is just kind of crazy to me. You know what? You're absolutely right. It's crazy to me, too. And, you know, I'll, before we go any further, I got I to gotta say, you know what? You're absolutely right, and let me let me tell you what why you're absolutely right. And this is from this is something that we've been talking about for a while here, and it's just been the power of social media, right? How that influence, whether it's the implementation, whether it's the social research groups that you can reach out to to help you, well, oh no, go to certain result per se. Um, you've you've always talked about how social media, you know. It, when if it's used properly, it's 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 gold. But if it's if it's used uh, 
as a tool for nefarious reasons. It can, it can, it can, you know, uh, debilitate or debacle even the most uh, uh, primo um, organization. So, you know, big ups to you, brother Jay, because you know what we're seeing that that precedence that you're talking about. It's it's starting to happen. You know, we we got young guys in the league that are utilizing social um in in some really crazy ways to uh you know migrate and negotiate their careers man this is I've, i haven't seen anything like this this is un- unreal and it's i think the thing that's that's so strange to me about it is that you know there was a time where and i'm not saying any specific way to handle this kind of conflict is is right or wrong but you know there was a time where if a player held out for for a contract it was just like okay yeah. well you sit then it's not a big yeah. deal. And yeah. I think there's so many other areas of financial opportunity that are involve the National Football League now um, when you think about all of the media apparatuses that, that, mm-hmm. that benefit from it, the social media companies that benefit from it, down to the grocery stores that, uh, you know, I noticed on, on the first game day Sunday, you know, the grocery store was a little bit more busy than it normally was before the kickoff, and mm-hmm. everybody's picking up. Party packs and shit, you know. So I mean, there's a a humongous economy that's attached to the National Football League that that you know people might not be thinking about. And when it's they've kind of made it good for business that it's it's like the Jerry Jones model, right? So mm-hmm. Jerry Jones figured out a long time ago it doesn't really matter so much to his bottom line if the Cowboys win a Super Bowl or not. What yeah. matters is. The brand awareness, so protecting that logo and getting right. it on as many quality things as you can and presenting a good product and always being on topic. So the Cowboys are always going to be talked about because he the priority is to make them talked about. So, relevant. Relevant so at all times. You, look at, you go to a website, and I'm not going to name any names, but you go to any of these sports websites, and it's wild speculation from the minute an official piece of news comes out until the next official piece comes out. It's like... Here's a here's a press release about AB being traded and then or being released and then there's going to be 25 stories in between that are wild speculation that are that are just not true. Oh and, yeah. And people have to start seeing that you're being played uh, to a certain extent by the these companies dragging it out of you and and it's all tied to your you know your your attention span and what you're willing to give it. So um, it's it's an interesting time to be you know to be a fan. It's an interesting time to be talking about this kind of stuff, um, and I think uh, you know I think we're we're headed towards you know that next collective bargaining agreement. I'm telling you, it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna have some shit in there yeah, that these guys there. that these guys are not gonna like. And you know, uh, the end game for this is gonna be you know game by game play-by-play contracts because it, it's going to get to a certain point where somebody's going to say uh no you've got to use me on fourth and ones you know what i mean because of my fantasy Whoa, my point yeah. my stock for this or my fantasy like th- it's just they've got well, to get everybody's back gonna to being a specialist tag. everybody's right. going to have a specialist tag. it's going to be well you know i'm a yeah i'm a i'm a, I'm a specialist uh you know on, on the edge as far as running back you know i, I don't i don't go down the pipe you know mm-hmm. i'm a specialist as far as on third or third downs you know i'm a specialist in these sub packages and these base packages you know that's not the, the other portions of, of the game are, that's not my strong suit well you, like you said you're gonna start getting the, the money strung to you dollar dollar and worth amount based upon what it is that you that is your strong suit so you know we can't have too many aaron donalds out there that can do it all right so 
it's crazy. Yeah, it'll come. It'll. I'll tell you what, but it, it'll it'll turn into like, uh, you get paid per play. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, okay, yeah. you want a million dollars per interception? Like, what's what's your negotiation? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Those snaps. Right. Yeah. <laughs> because some oh some God. crazy man like Bill Belichick would do that. He'd be like, okay, sure, I'll leverage possibly paying you up to twenty two million dollars for one year if you do all this shit. Oh yeah. Or I'll pay you nothing and still get the play. Like, it's, you know, so it's, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But, you know, I'm glad football season's back. I'm glad it's in swing. You know, Everyman Podcast has been all over. Quick little updates here. I want to give everybody uh, a big thank you from from the bottom of my heart. From um, the bottom. And also uh, from Daryl's. Mine, too. Way down there. Way down in the cockles. way, Way down in there. It's yeah. almost it's almost near his knees. That's how the big his heart is. Respite. <laughs> <The respite. laughs> like a double bag of uh, cardiac arrest. <laughs> That's right. Um, we've gotten a lot of love uh, last last couple weeks here from from a lot of different places. Um, you know, on Reddit, uh, the, um, the the between the Barry and me podcast have gone really um, kind of been going all over the place, and um, we were we were trending um, in the U.S. and Canada. Um, for three weeks um, in the in the education category for those for those two podcasts. So thank you f- for everybody uh, for making that Thanks. making that a possibility for us and uh, helping share share this this message and a little bit of light in everyone's life. And uh, you know that's the everyman goal and the everyman way. We've got um, you know as always we've got some cool surprises planned coming up here. We're we're coming in hot on a one year anniversary, Daryl. Yeah. It's gonna be wild, buck wild. We're, we're more, it, more, more than halfway there, and uh, got something special coming for that. And uh, you know, until then, brother. Every man, every, every man. way, every day. Mm-hmm.